You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Hey, what's up, everyone? I'm Matt Migaki, the vocalist of Cryptopsy and the host of the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast, where I sit down with fellow metal musicians. We talk all about their lives and music while sharing killer craft beers. If you've ever wanted to sneak backstage and share a beer with one of your favorite musicians, well, Vox and Hops is the podcast for you. This week on the podcast, I dropped an amazing episode with Dom Grimao of The Last Felony, Ion Dissonance, and Cryptopsy. There is this episode and over 450 other ones to help you enjoy life, metal, and craft beer. So what are you waiting for? It's time to become a Vox and Hops head. Cheers! That you're awesome I'm glad I'm not a possum Cause I'm awesome And that's awesome With you Hey, welcome to episode 35 Of That's Awesome with Joe I am Joe, thank you guys for being here uh, Not a ton to say today I just want to talk very quickly about who we got on We have Johnny from the band Kingdom of Giants uh, Kingdom of Giants is a band from Northern California. They have been uh, pretty consistently active over the last 10 years and have uh, been definitely one of the bands that I keep seeing their name around everywhere. And I had heard of their mu- I had heard their music here and there before, but after we booked them on the podcast, that was when I really kind of dove in and stuff is really, really good. So I was looking forward to talking with Johnny and he was great to talk to. So put out an album last year in October called Passenger. Um, thing is great. Give it a spin. Um, but yeah, won't spend too much time. Let's just send it on over to the interview. with johnny from kingdom of giants johnny thank you so much for coming on and joining us hey what's up man thanks for having me of course um why don't we just start off uh why don't you give us just a little bit of background about yourself where you're from um and a little background on the band and where the band's from all that kind of stuff and then we'll kind of just dive in to whatever sure yeah of course um well i'm johnny i play bass i sing in the band um i'm the newest member um, in the band, they're all pretty much original members, minus me. I kind of came in a few years ago. Um, we're all from like pretty much California, except for Dana. Okay, he's he's the lead vocalist. Um, he's from Connecticut, East Coast. Um, but yeah, we're all from California. Like we all kind of went to high school together, and just what like, area? Um, Sacramento. Well, that's where I'm from. Uh, but we all kind of grew up in a rural, rural town outside of Sacramento called Jackson. Uh, so are you we, guys, uh, frequenters of the boardwalk? Oh yeah, dude. Yeah. The boardwalk was like <laughs> one of our staple venues growing up. Um, yeah. along with like, you know, uh, club retro was like another one. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you ever visited there. Oh, yeah. Um, I actually spent a good amount of time in Sacramento. I used to be, <clears throat> uh, an agent for artery. So oh, wow. I like okay. know that. Yeah, I know. And I know you guys were with Artery for a bit, too. I think I don't remember. Was it Imran? Were you with or um, I don't remember one of the yeah. agents that was there 
Yeah, um, I think it was like this kind of unofficial. They were working with Artery for a second thing, and like, right? I don't know if it yeah. ever actually like you know really took weight. Because I don't then, know either, but I know I and I did book a tour that okay Kingdom of Giants was on, and yeah. I don't know. I know it was the Kingdom of Giants was not my band or whatever, but like I don't know what ended up happening with the agent or regardless. But yeah, so we I know the so, areas where you're okay, from. sick man. Yeah, so yeah. yeah, you know we had like Ace of Spades and like I think um, I can't remember the other venue he had at the time, uh, Eric Rushing or whatever. But yeah, you know, so there was like we all grew up just you know going. What was that one that's like? Um, there's one that's like upstairs. Um. Um, it's a shoot, great there's spot. one holy diver that's holy diver one. is that the one you're talking about yeah dude that's that's the w- latest one i and, love that um, spot you know it's been closed down of course but yeah like right. can't wait for that shit to open back up it's a dope yeah. venue it's my favorite one here in town yeah it's great um except that load i'm loading must oh dude yeah and sometimes like i'll work as a hand like a stage hand there too and like i'll just yeah. be lug- lugging like you know huge like light boxes up there and i'm just like holy crap like <laughs> yeah <laughs> this was not made for this type of shit i remember have you played um smiling moose in pittsburgh um no nah, i don't think so to be honest it's I, just like a very similar load in those okay. two venues always remind me of each other yeah um, there's there's more venues out there with stairs than you would like to believe you know <laughs> it's like yeah dude unfortunate. We, we like just did one of the craziest ones was I mean, it's not actually that crazy, but I guess on our the, the venues that we were in, we were doing, I, I think it was either Dallas or Houston House of Blues, but the okay. elevators broke like midway through the show. Oh, no. So, and it was like a, a couple flights at least of Dang. like a full tour packages shit, like lighting production, like lighting trusses, everything going up like this narrow staircase. It was Dude, what wild. a nightmare yeah insane yeah um, like house of blues elevator like downstairs below in chicago mm-hmm. you know that one's oh crazy. my god dude we just talked about the chicago house of blues on one of the recent episodes about the uh, do you know the um what was the band josh dave matthews. the um <laughs> yeah the dave, dave matthews Math- band yeah, incident who, who doesn't know about dave matthews but no what happened with so do you know how Chicago is like a city on top of a city and it's all like the graded streets and everything? Yeah. And there's like bridges like that too. And okay. apparently the Dave Matthews tour bus emptied their septic tank on one of those bridges above oh, a tour boat. So it like drenched. Oh, one of those like tour trolley. Oh my God. Yeah, dude. I and think like, I did read got, something like, about sick. that. <laughs> oh my God, dude. What, so do you, crazy. what do they even do how do they go after you for something like that it's like i, I mean I, you shit all over i, I don't us, know man. that's insane that's insane. crazy <laughs> um all right anyway so you mentioned uh you're the newest member in the band right you're yeah. uh, bass and, and vocals i i'm in the same boat in my oh, band. okay bass and vocals newest member so there we way go. sick okay way sick um, this is meant to happen i got you indeed. so how long have you been with it you said 2017 was it uh yeah just at the end of 2016 i like unofficially joined and then like um when they dropped their new album um at the time in 2017 all the hell you got mm-hmm. to spare 
they kind of rolled out the announcement with me in there and like but it totally went unnoticed it was pretty funny like <laughs> so like everybody's still That's like, how like mine was too. everybody's still getting used to me being in it and they're like who's this guy yeah why is he singing you know like <laughs> yeah it's it's kind of funny if you're but... not the front man it doesn't really matter you know yeah, like the front front man. <laughs> totally. Dude, see, like I, I join mine, and I, that's fine. <laughs> I do too. I, I totally yeah. prefer it that way. Like I, I get that's what I was. I've I've said this on a few other episodes too. Like the fact that I wear like full makeup when I play, yeah, like makes me even more anonymous because I can just like go in the crowd after that's without the makeup and no I would one be knows. Like way confident and like you're just you know like behind a mask you know and you're yeah, just like, no one knows great. who the fuck I am. That's <laughs> great. We did a we did a test one time just to see like we were on tour with Falling in Reverse and right immediately after I played I took off the makeup and then went to the merch table and people were buying merch and not a single person recognized me. Yeah, they're like, it was oh, great. It's, it's the merch guy, you know, we can yeah, it was we just can be a rude test. to him. It's cool. Yeah. All right. But let's talk about you. Um, so you joined the band in 2017. Yeah. Or, or late 2016. Um, what had you been doing up until that point? Um, I had, well, kind of taken a hiatus from like some music and touring and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I was in another band like three years previous to that. And we did some touring and like signed with Media Scare Records at the time. It was a pretty nice, huge deal. You know what I'm saying? No, I was kidding. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> no. And so, you know, we what got a little bit of traction. Uh, we were called Reformers. Uh, we were from out of like okay. San Jose, yeah, like Bay area. And we were like a hardcore, like um, kind of evangelical, like Christian band. You know, like we had a message in between like gotcha. the set and everything. Like our vocalist, you know, was kind of a preacher in a way. He's a preacher's son. So, um, oh, really? Yeah. So, like, that was our thing, you know, and that's what we were doing at the time. Um, and then it just kind of interesting, like, like a preacher. I'm thinking of like a preacher. I mean, it just makes sense to front a metal band. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's and kind that's, of the same shit, right? In my in opinion, way. yeah. Like, it's like he's almost has a sermon each song, you know? Yeah. And it's just like yeah. he's just animated and he's just very selling, animated, selling the yeah. sermon, very charismatic, you know? Right. But <laughs> yeah, and like, it was a good time, you know? And like, we were having a blast. Mm-hmm. out there on the road what made you want to take a hiatus from like just music in general um well like you know my um like my beliefs and everything and my faith with the band and was kind of starting to clash a little bit you know like there mm-hmm. were things that like i didn't agree with lyrically um that we were writing and stuff and that you know i didn't really have a say in but it's just like i don't know i just felt like it wasn't representing me totally 100% right. and everything and so yeah I kind of just slowly like felt the conviction of that where I had to be more true to myself and everything and so I kind of slowly started sense. distancing a little bit but then what really tipped it over like the edge was like my dad passed away randomly just out of nowhere and oh, so like yeah no thanks man shit happens but um so yeah mm. just like I came back from a tour we were about to go back out in like a month um and I just hit them up and I was just like, look, guys, I got to sit this one out. I think, you know, I'd just be home with family and stuff. And then over the course, right. they kind of like um, got the hint too that I was kind of distancing myself a little bit. And I thought they would keep going for sure, you know, and just like keep rocking. I was just the bass player, you know, it wasn't too big a deal. But I think they were all kind of 
feeling a little burnt out too you know like and so it it just kind of it just fizzled out and yeah but no desire to like just start a new thing or anything yeah i mean uh two of the brothers that started the band originally really they went on and like they they've kept doing music but they went more of a like a pop r&b route with it you know and started Mm -hmm. like just ghost writing for like a bunch of different artists and stuff and um nobody's like too notable that i could really drop name drop but um but yeah they stuck with it the vocalist the preacher's son he actually uh, is a winemaker now in michigan and so (laughs) (laughs) just random you know he's just they had other other hobbies on the side and they just went after those instead and i was just like all right (laughs) so it was like a couple years of me like chilling back and not doing the music i picked up like an apple computer and started dabbling like with production and audio and stuff yeah in my in my off time. it's funny dude i, I want i i asked you that because i went through the the same exact thing uh, okay <laughs> well, with, minus like the the i guess the catalyst of it all but yeah, yeah my band that i had been touring with for like eight or nine years we just got burnt out we stopped we actually recorded a whole new album under a different name but never released it and we never really spoke about it it's Dang. just there and okay. it just stopped. And then I just stopped doing music for like three years until I got the offer to join Ice Nine. You know? That's that is so nice, I get it. Because that's three years. That's exactly what it was. Yeah. It was yeah, just totally like, get it. It's and I was like, totally it, ready to after that three years. I was just like, man. Like, yeah, you're Jonesing. I hope somebody hits me up. Yeah, <laughs> you know, or like yeah. I gotta start something, but like trying to start something for yourself from the ground up right, is a little right. daunting you know so it totally like, well. is especially like you start feeling your age more right oh shit yeah then there's that <laughs> yeah right but um because i went through that same same thought process but i wasn't even like i had to get like kind of coerced into doing it a little bit i wasn't very uh, okay like i didn't Not know how right badly away. i wanted to do it until i did it and nice. then i was like yeah this is fucking awesome <laughs> yeah you and know? i mean to join an outfit that seems like you know has their shit together like ice nine kills you know it was probably it was a, a very convincing very you know you're like up. okay yeah and that's kind of yeah that that's kind of how made it daunting in itself though yeah that's true too yeah, yeah. luckily like oh yeah i joined up with kog and like they weren't doing like massive tours yet or anything so i got a little lucky with just being able to like slowly ease into like touring you know they they yeah. weren't they weren't huge tours you know they were still like very like you know b and c venues Mm -hmm. and shit you know but so uh, when you when you joined what was the pro so you said you joined um during like the process of them releasing that album yeah Uh, they had already yeah recorded the whole album tracked it it, okay so yeah it was was done it was done yeah and then you just started hitting the road like it was it just like start of a touring cycle as soon as you joined pretty much well like um Within a few months, they had a tour booked. It was with a band called Capture from Australia, and like they were um, rebranding. They like changed their name from Capture something or Capture the something. I can't remember. And one of those bands. <laughs> yeah, and like they just rebranded to just Capture, and then we were like, okay, sick. And then like we were about to go out with them, and I think that was an Artery Global thing. Oh, come, this was the thing. Uh, Capture the Crown. Yes. Yeah. Yes yeah yes that's i actually it. remember I, that tour yeah and so they like they couldn't get their visas apparently though in the end and then like mm-hmm. i think a um, couple like three weeks or a month before the tour was set to start um 
they canceled the tour, you know? And so, no so I was like, you know, working a job and I was just getting all amped up, ready to get back on the road. And I was just like, this is a pretty big deal, you know, like this first tour. Yeah. So, and then it just drops. So then I was like, oh shit. Okay. So then it, another like three months went by, you know, until we got something else. So, yeah. but it was, you know, whatever, just, it happens, you know, like sometimes shit yeah. will fall through and then you're I've like, all right, there. I got more time to prepare for the next thing. No big deal. Right. So, right. you know, it's you just, funny. I think you joined right after our drummer, Patrick, had TM'd you guys. Yeah. Come to think of it, that was pretty much my first tour. And uh, I was hoping we'd get a chance to mention good old Pat. But um, yeah. Yeah. He TM'd for us on my first tour. And that was. Oh, that so was, you, you were on that tour? Yeah. That was the very oh, first great. tour I did back. I couldn't figure them. out the timeline exactly. I was trying to figure it out this morning. Yeah. He yeah. said um, that your guys' tour habits uh, in terms of your uh, your health, yeah. very like so much contrasts his. So I, I know what his are. Yeah. <laughs> so I can imagine that you guys are, uh, are you guys like just working out all the time and like staying super fit? Yeah, when... When he joined uh, the tour with us uh, to TM and everything, yeah, like we were very like focused. We were very dialed on like, you know, we're not going to let touring get to us and like <laughs> get all out of shape and like, you know, ruin our bodies and like, yeah, just like screw us up for like uh -huh. years to come. And so, and I don't know, like I've just always kind of grown up. My mom was very like holistic, I would say. And so like, she's like always like ingrained just a good, you know, like diet in my head and so when i'm like not getting that i am like kind of out of whack you know so so i just like mm -hmm. i try to keep it you know a good balance on tour but um dana yeah. the vocalist that's something i wish i had done a lot <laughs> it's tough dude and like <laughs> that first band that i was telling you about reformers like i did not try whatsoever like and that's kind of how it's like difficult i screwed myself up and i put on weight and i just felt like a piece of shit so I was like, all right, going going back out on the road. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to try it their way. And their way is like, they do like this bulletproof coffee diet, you know? And I don't know. Oh, they're, they're on that shit. Yeah, it gained some popularity for sure. Like right when I joined the band, people started to kind of get the buzz on it. But yeah, like they throw mm -hmm. huge sticks of butter in their coffee with like no sugar. And like, they Jesus. just like blend that shit up. And like, they'll, they do a lot of fasting, which is cool. Like, cause I, my, uh, background i had like fasting like from growing up my mom would have us do that because she read it in a health book and how to do uh -huh. it you know so and so i was kind of used to that and it, i kind of liked it anyways so but um <clears throat> so i tried yeah. that for a minute and dude honestly like fasting it's hard. I, i'm i'm vegan too and okay it, it yeah. was just too difficult being vegan because i just wasn't eating enough calories dude I felt yeah like, you know? it is, it's really tough and like I mean, you get so busy in the day anyways. Like I hardly have enough time to eat a proper balanced, right. you know, diet super right now anyways. Tour. Dude, so yeah. let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. In your first band, the one where you were not being mindful of that stuff. Yeah, it was Because I'm thinking back to my what what I was doing. What were your what were you eating back then when you were like roughing it? Oh man, I'm embarrassed by this, but I'll tell you mine I've, too, so don't feel embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> mine have got to no, be worse. I've, just, I've come a, I've come a long way, but um, no, uh, dude, this was like at the height of like that McDonald's uh, craze of like the McChurger, you know, just like the yep, McChicken yep, and the McDouble, yep. dude, and just like you're Me on a too. budget, 
you're balling yeah. on a budget and so, like it's like taco bell or the mcchurger or the mcheavenly yep. or whatever you, whatever you wanted to call it we definitely did a lot of mcchurgers i had go-to's of um we like got really my band got really good at, at being on the road because we were spending like eight months out of the year on the road yeah in the van and trailer so we built like a little living area in like the side door of our trailer with like a microwave and a hot stove thing Dope. and everything i've seen so some we of would those, do yeah. um we would do canned chicken and mac and cheese okay. a lot there you go which was like a, a great treat you know honestly yeah that's i've yeah. done that one once or twice uh, yeah it when was i started to kind of get a little smarter yeah like <laughs> the yeah. instant but rice we, i like i like that instant, instant rice, rice is great yeah. oh, the the ben's like bag rice right that yeah, the the second, yeah the 90 second yeah the 90 second fantastic yeah um I would do um, peanut butter sandwiches, but with the dry noodles from the ramen packs. Just crunched in the, in the middle in there? Uh, Any yeah, seasoning? Just, or? No, 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 no. No, no the, bread, the bread was the <laughs> oh, noodles. Oh, shit. Okay. The dry noodles. So it would just be peanut butter smeared on dry noodles. Damn. And then sometimes I'd sprinkle some seasoning on it. Too. Just to spice it up. It's fucking disgusting. Hey, yeah. I mean, I'm not past trying that on tour for sure, though. You know? Oh, yeah. Like, you're just already yeah, we in did, a state of, like, you know, desperation. And you're just like, we I did just, a lot of, like, just bring that over here. Things, I'm going to try that. Yeah. Just write that one down. It's a good one. <laughs> we, we used to do a lot of uh, things like that just to see. It was almost like um, a, a way to have more camaraderie is just seeing who could eat, like, the worst shit yeah it was fun you know you're bored you're just like oh that's so nasty but that was you know that's so tight yep <laughs> yep it's fun stuff um all right so you're roughing it in that band you joined kingdom of giants um yeah so what was the first tour you ended up doing with them uh that was um well the first tour with pat actually was that after it was afterlife currents and oh, uh, right. another California band uh, from the Bay Area called Criminals. Criminals. And um, yeah, that was, it was like a shorter run. Only like two and a half weeks, I think. It was, yeah, it was just like a tiny little, but we ended up Those meeting up with another tour at the end of that. So it ended up being a, a long, a long thing in the end for us. But for like two and a half weeks, they jumped on. It was kind of funny too, because they were, for the first four days of the tour, they actually like bailed on us because like like Masta Flames uh, ended they up bailed on booking you? Currents and Afterlife for a tour of theirs, and so they were like, "Hey, we're gonna do the first or the last four days of the tour, you know, like meet up with the last the first four days of our tour with you guys, yeah, but we're gonna finish out the other tour. Sorry, you know, and we're just like, oh, okay." So well, like we if it means anything, we did an interview with Zach from like Monster Flames that this program didn't record, so we totally bailed on them. Oh, uh, <laughs> dang! All right, so there well, you go. <laughs> we're kind of even then, I guess. You know, but no, no uh, I got to get him back on. <laughs> no, I just I remember like everybody just being like, "All right, like you know, it's gonna be weird with them joining the tour after four days, and like we're already all buddy buddied up with the rest of the package, and then these newcomers." No, it it totally wasn't like that though. And yeah, that's good. It totally wasn't a big deal, but yeah, it was just the first four days they weren't there, and then they showed up four days later, and then the tour was like way sick, like just yeah, that's great. Dope bands to tour with. They were all all of us were kind of just like 
you know, fresh and ready to get, get at it and stuff. Yeah. And so it was a good time. So after, so you did, that was off of, you were touring off of the, all the hell you've got to spare, right? Yes. At that point. And then, so let's fast forward a little bit. Cause I want to talk about the more relevant things with the, or at sure. least this now stuff. So yeah. you released passenger last year. Yep. Right. Um, yeah. Last, last fall, last October. Right. Last fall. Now this, this was the first album that you were, did you write on this one? Yeah, this is so this album I'm actually involved in. I uh, had a pretty heavy hand in writing um a few of the songs uh musically and um vocally, all the courses and like, you know, the uh, singing and whatnot. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so, yeah, so this album is the first album that I actually got to be like a part of in the studio and creatively and like so that was Who'd like you guys super, do it with? super special for me. This um we actually did with a good friend here in Sacramento. He was our uh, engineer on a couple tours. Um, his name is Matt Thomas, and uh, his studio is called Ashtone, Ashtone Audio. Oh yeah, and he's responsible yeah, for like the Darko. That, yeah. the, he's he's doing like the new Darko record, which is like Tom gotcha. from Chelsea Grin's uh, new project mm-hmm. with Josh Miller. Um, he's responsible for our record, um, a couple other things, but our record was the first signed band that he's ever really done, but he, he does a lot of mixes for like, um, this live channel called BVTV and caliber TV. And they do like live performances. They do yeah live performances all over, um, uh, warp tours. So I think they did one for you guys. And I think he would have been the one that, Oh, did they? I think he would have been the one that mixed the audio if they did one for you guys. Um, I don't know that it got approved. Very I don't know cool. if you guys released it, but I know that they did film a set of yours. And I think was it mixed. recent? Um, it had to have been in the last. Well, they didn't film it within like the last year. They probably filmed it in the last like two years, like two years ago. Huh. And they're just getting around to like using all the footage that they had from the Warp tours. So they probably hit you Can't guys wait up. To see it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, they probably hit you guys up to try to get it approved. I don't know if it did, but um, he mixed well, some of the ask. audio for it. Yeah, I don't know. I I know nothing about what's going on, <laughs> dude. So out of the Josh me, knows. I don't he either, has to take so. care of everything. Okay. <laughs> Very nice. Um. So this album. Um. I, we we and Josh were talking about it before we jumped on with you. Uh, going mm-hmm. through some of these songs. Um. I'm going to, I'm going to give you a little background about what I know of your band too. Right. Okay. Um, so like I said before, I, I have known of the band for quite some time because of my relationship with artery and just seeing, you know, that, that was like the circle of tours I was booking like that level of tours. So you were always in the conversation. Um, so I was familiar with the music. I didn't know that you had released this album until Josh had booked it, okay. booked the interview. Nice. Um, we listened to a few songs. I fucking love Night Shift. Nice. Yeah. That song rules. That's it's a favorite so, one it, of it, mine too. <laughs> yeah, it just gets me because I'm just such a sucker for synthwave shit. And like it's just blended very well with your style. That's yeah. it, it's such a cool song. Um, That's too. I'm when glad you, you were writing you this, it. yeah, yeah, I, I really did. Um it, when you were writing this album was there like a conscious effort to kind of bring in other styles like that? Uh, totally. And like, uh, 
it was kind of like funny like i thought about this earlier and thought if i was going to end up mentioning it but yeah like we were in the uk uh on an off day one day and like we all went to the movie theater and watched blade runner 2049 Mm. and like we all Mm -hmm. just like were like blown away with the sounds you know and like the score of the movie you know and just all these crazy like synthy you know vibes and stuff and like right Somebody just, I think our guitar player, Max, like, threw it out there. He's just like, hey, we should just do, like, a synthwave metal album, you know, the next. And we were just like, eh, maybe, you know, and, like, we just, you know, shrugged it off. Like, but yeah, it, it totally grew from just watching that movie in the UK that one day. We were just like, all right, yeah, we're going to do a synthwave, like, album. So, yeah, with that in mind, we totally tried to do a synthwave metal, synthwave metal album. We're also huge fans of, like, The Midnight and, you know, like. I was just going to ask that. <laughs> the new synth wave like movement they're like my favorite yeah dude they just yeah they're just so good at like bringing that shit back and yeah you know doing (laughs) doing it a really cool way over the last yeah over the last couple years just been so enamored by like like airy synth pop and like saxophone yeah you know i don't know i just they uh, just fucking crush it i can't speak for everybody but yeah it just like speaks to me in a different way the saxophone and like the the you know the tones you get out of the sense and yeah. everything you know it's, it's just so such, cheesy it rules yeah that's <laughs> it's so cheesy but you feel like you're in like a movie you know it's so tight yeah it's such a vibe <laughs> it's great um so i'm i'm definitely stoked to dive into this this album more um Heck yeah but let's talk about like what what your plans are now because i know everything's kind of up in the air um yeah we were just talking about this before you jumped on too like um josh is getting vaccinated next week right Oh, congratulations. So that's pretty exciting. Um, And we were kind of this week, this week. Yeah. Um, Which is cool. But we were talking about like, what is it like? We've been talking about, uh, you know, at this point, I don't don't know what what your situation was, but we've had so many tours canceled, pushback, rescheduled, all of that stuff, right? You guys just put out this album. So I imagine you're pretty uh, angsty to get out there and start touring on it. Um, yeah what do you have any plans right now or is everything still kind of just waiting to see how things line up uh yeah i mean like you were saying you know a few plans kind of came and went and you know just like rumors of like some tours happening i think we we actually like announced a fit for a king um invent animate and um yeah that's the one other band tour tour, the european tour yeah and that's I don't know that that uh, is 100% happening or not. I haven't gotten like a full confirmation from it. And Josh, is it happening? <laughs> I don't know. Josh is like a fit for a king, like super fan. So he knows everything. Yeah. <laughs> it's announced though, right? It's not canceled. I, I haven't heard anything about cancellation, but I also didn't hear anything further after they had that one announcement, you know, and mm-hmm. I follow all of them on Twitter, you know, and so just from the general like undertone, they don't seem psyched about promoting that one tour. So I don't I, I think everyone's a little hesitant to do it, but that, yeah. that's not for until later this year, right? Like fall. That, yeah, that would be like, I think August, I think was when it was. Yeah, I guess so. it's possible. I don't know. I'm like, I'm so back and forth about this thing now. Like I, I've heard some people say as soon as like May and then other people say next summer, you know, I have no idea how to like, I don't know, guess what the timeline would be for this stuff. I know it's, it's really hard to tell. Like 
just the more vaccines that go out, the more, I guess, under control we're going to have it. But, like, if it's any consolation, like, for me, I'm holding out for 2022. I think that that's really when things will, you know, we'll see things really start to open up and slowly start opening back up. I know here in California, Sacramento, maybe just this county, I don't know if it's, like, statewide or anything, but um, they're they made it legal to have small housed events yeah, again right now and I it's, think it's like there. a limit of like only like 60 or something it's it's a really small gathering yeah. that they're lim- they're allowing you i think for churches to be honest i think that's so right, churches right, right. can meet back up well but, you know what um i read this more i that's just sacramento because i'm in la and okay, i don't think yeah. that that can happen here but yeah i think I'm it's from, just Sac- um yeah I, i'm from the east coast i'm from boston and I was reading this morning that as of yesterday, and I'm not saying I endorse this or agree with it or whatever, because yeah. I'm, I'm very confused by it and I'm curious about it, that they have, um, they're allowing venues to open at 50% with a limit of 500 people. Ooh. <laughs> I, I <laughs> haven't like heard my exact reaction. It's like, Ooh. I mean... I'm like, that gets me a little excited, but yeah, I don't know how to take that yet. I don't know. Right. How, it's like, you know? <laughs> I don't know if I would go to that. Like there's, I, I mean, I can tell you no fucking way would I be in the crowd. Yeah. Right. No. Um, and I'd then be up on the I balcony. don't know if I would feel per comfortable use. being the person on the stage either. Yeah. That's another thing. That's another factor that you, you got to think about. And it's right. even happened a little bit when I'm just going out to like some of these open dining areas you know it still feels like you're a little vulnerable out there you know right, it's, right. it still feels a little weird to be out so well, and it's also you don't want to put any negative press or light on your band yeah by like going especially too yeah. eager right yeah and i think that's i think that's why it seems to me that like the industry is kind of gearing up for 2022 i think things will be a little more relaxed you know yeah, yeah that's just my opinion i have i think you're right I not you're not right. you know not a def, def, definitive um opinion you know opinion yeah. about I, that I think but i think <clears throat> i think that's the at least it's the uh whether or not it, it turns out to be correct or not at least it's it's anything sooner would be a great surprise right yeah, so totally. if you bank on the later one or next year then could be pleasantly surprised Playing it um, safe. Playing it safe. Yeah. Yes. So let's talk real quick. Um, this album that you guys put out, is this your first one with Sharp Tone? Yeah. Um, yeah, let's talk about Sharp Tone, man. Yeah, uh, let's because I feel like Sharp Tone is like becoming so fucking stacked. Like Dude, yeah. And it's what a cool label. It's honestly I think just attributed to how dope sean and his wife beth are you know and just mm-hmm. like just their attitudes and like their approach in the industry it just works with everybody you know it's dope yeah. so but yeah they they totally hit us up because our manager jason um Mejot at the time uh was mm-hmm. good good homies with them and just had a relation you know working relationship with him and he hit us up and was just like what or he hit up jason what's he's like what's up with kog you know and at the time we were still in contract with Invo Records with Nick and mm-hmm. um uh you know they just kind of left it open ended you know conversation like you know what's going right, on with right. them and so Jason let us know you know like later that week and we were just like you know 
you know, what can we do to make that happen for sure? You know? And so we just, uh, really brainstormed and, um, with the help of some buddies of ours that had found a way to exit off in Vogue, they let mm-hmm. us, you know, they let us know how they did it. And so we, <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've been in that situation too. <laughs> yeah. You know, we were just like, shoot, this might be our only way out. Mm-hmm. You know, if, if we want to try what something. a shitty feeling. Yeah. And I right? mean, like, it's like, no, no hard feelings I, I, towards Nick. Exactly. It's just, it's like, just it was such an aggressive contract that he had them that's why it's so hard it's like it's it's hard to like i don't know like the music industry is so tight like there's only so many people in it where like everyone knows each other so it's hard not for everything to feel somewhat personal that's so true and even though it's not like it's really not but people hold grudges like for really silly things you know thousand percent i agree with you on that and right but yeah, it was just like, you know, we're locked in with Invoke for another three records. If we want to stay, then we do this, you know, and then we just stay. That is super aggressive. Yeah. Is it like a five album deal? It was a five album deal. I didn't sign wow. it. Um, I wasn't a part of the band at the time, you know, so I was kind of just like on the outside and just being like, man, that's that's rough, you know, and like, yeah. what am I supposed to do, you know? Um, so this was like kind of like the big, you know, if we could make this happen, like maybe we could see some, you know, extensive growth, maybe, you know, with a new label, right, right. like me coming in as a new member, also taking over singing, you know, it was kind of a big deal on the new record and like mm-hmm. almost a rebranding. We thought about even changing the name for two seconds, not even gonna lie. But um, yeah. when Sean and all of us, we're able to work everything out and we got on with sharp tone. He was just like, nah, the name's cool. The name sticks, you know, and we were like, all right, it is a cool, it is like a very catchy name. Yeah. Sure. And I think, I think he just liked, you know, what it represents now. And we, you know, the kind of what it, what we've built it up to be already. So he didn't mm-hmm. want to like totally trample that and, you know, end up yeah. you know screwing up and then people not accepting it well or whatever so we just stuck yeah. with the name we rolled with it and ultimately I, i'm happy that we did that but um but yeah like um coming on with sharp tone we kind of had to keep it hush for a year you know like a lot of the time when you leave a label right. you go to the next label there's a lot of implications that come with that and so that especially was this year with everything being <clears throat> so ambiguous with time yeah and, and this was like before 2020 had hit anything had really surfaced you know about a pandemic Mm -hmm. so like none of us saw the whole year you know like being so real shot actually you know i'm totally getting my timeline mixed up a little bit it was 2019 was the hush year 2020 was gonna be oh man so you were planning on like launching everything in 2020 yeah exactly well like the album drop and everything as soon as 2020 hit like january we dropped like the single and announced you know the sharp tone thing Mm -hmm. and you know that's when but no one even really yeah no one that kind of went unnoticed too um (laughs) that we had (laughs) announced sharp tone um until the the world was probably a little preoccupied at the time yeah you know and so like (laughs) once the single started dropping that's when people were like oh my god yeah like they have kingdom of giants now like this label just yeah. gets better and better and i was just like oh that made me feel good but like yeah dude it's such a dope label at the same time it, it really has all is. my favorite like, bands to begin with so it's just like damn. right i'm stoked for you guys it seems like you're uh 
jumping on the the right label at the right time and putting out a great album yeah at the right time too like i i i think uh sky's the limit yeah man with i this appreciate stuff. that I and yeah it's I'm just one of those things where it goes. It, things just worked out the right way you know and even mm-hmm. though there's like little bumps you know throughout you know and you're like oh crap is this gonna ruin the release or you know is this gonna right. go is this gonna tank you know or whatever it it didn't and the Good. pandemic <laughs> the pandemic in a such a weird mixed blessing way you know like helped the record the fact that everybody was in yeah. front of their in front of their phone in front of their computer you know they were just people it's noticed, interesting you know, how people have easier. been able to take advantage of it of that yeah, time off and thousand percent yeah. so like you know it's been a weird weird interesting year but um yeah and then having no tours you know for the first year and now looking like the second year of an album release you know is is mm-hmm. gonna be interesting um but you know we got yeah. some some stuff that we'll be working on you know great I can't even say definitively what that is because like yeah, what you I were saying earlier, you. I'm a little on the outside of like business stuff that <laughs> happens. They'd, they'll let me know. Yeah, dude, we're just bass players. <laughs> exactly. You know, you know like, just, we, just write limited your, strings, write your like, bass parts over there input. and just be yep. quiet. <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So no, I've been, uh, I've been just busy writing more songs, dude. Like I got, I'm sitting right now in my little, home studio set up and it's in this little giant closet so little yeah, giant closet and little uh giant closet and yeah i was just like you know i was going a Rolling. little crazy you know not being I mean, able to dude, play the shows and so i think uh, i've been more prolific in the last year in terms of writing than i ever have been so like yeah yeah and if, i see if a nothing lot of other people too, this, you know doing it so. like yeah there'll be no shortage of music and content for the next couple years yeah and i that's one good like you know thing that we can draw out of all this is we're already getting such great content and like right cool movies and like you know wandavision and all this marvel (laughs) marvel stuff you know yep yep and so yeah we're gonna be entertained for for quite a while quite some time yeah and then when shows come back to pair that you know yeah that's the endless endless entertainment um, I am super excited, like I said, to see where your band goes, what comes from this. Um, and obviously, we'll keep on top of it and share any information out on our socials and stuff. Um, but we're going to move to the last section of right. uh, the episode. This is the one everyone knows, uh, Tour Stories. All right. Um, yeah. So anything can be about anyone include anyone you want as long as you think they'd be okay with it and if you don't think they'd be okay with it and you don't care i'm okay with that too (laughs) um (laughs) so all right whatever you want to say yep well shoot man what do you got Um, for us here i'm gonna check my notes here i guess like the first one i i would start with just because it's like one of my craziest ones that i could like think of right now um was in that first band that i was talking about and um we were just like not doing huge tours but we were doing a lot of like west coast like up and down to like seattle and then to la and back and stuff and so and there's a lot of crazy like mountain overpass crazy highways that you drive up and down on the west coast especially through the north pacific west or whatever so Mm -hmm. and uh (laughs) my first band we were kind of we made the huge mistake of like buying a big ass rv 
and and like tricking it out to be able to haul all the gear inside the rv but also had bunks and so we thought we were hella cool and we're (laughs) we're getting like four and a half miles to the gallon and it was the (laughs) dumbest thing you could ever do while trying to tour and uh, (laughs) so but anyways we were driving all night to get to like i don't know some crazy place in oregon like bend or you know just some random Mm -hmm. town that you wouldn't normally Mm -hmm. tour through and uh I was the only one up and I was driving and like, it was hot. It was summer and like, it was really hot. I just remember it was really hot. So I was like pretty much butt naked. I was just like driving in the, (laughs) in the front, like (laughs) clothes off. I think I was just wearing like my boxers or something. And we were like going up a pretty steep, like, you know, hill for a cool minute. I got my hazards on and, you know, we're just cooking along some cars behind us, getting impatient, stuff like that. You know, the Mm usual. And but we get around this corner at the very top of this like hill that we're at, and there's like one of those uh uh road flaggers for construction, but there's also a sign right next to them that says that we're about to hit like a like I think it was like a nine percent downgrade, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, okay, no big deal. So I'm going to press my brakes, dude, and nothing's happening. Like we're too heavy oh, and we're fuck. already in such like a decline state that like I can't stop. And so that's like, so terrifying. This guy's in the middle of the road, like has like I think a whistle and he's like blowing it at me and he's like telling me to like stop. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm trying, dude. I, I'm like naked in the driver's seat, basically, like trying to stop this huge RV. And, uh, finally dude i just like put everything i had with i think maybe both feet even into the brake pad dude and it just it locks up but then the whole like brakes catch on fire and the whole front of the rv dude is in flames and like oh my god (laughs) holy uh, shit yeah bro and then like the rest of the rv i'm yelling i'm like oh shit oh shit you know and like i'm like tapping people behind me like in the seat behind me and shit yeah like they're waking up they're they're also like you know butt naked basically too because it's hot as hell and they're frantically like not knowing what the hell is going on and i'm just like fire fire and the guy outside's yelling like (laughs) fire too and then like so they're like just throwing shit all over the rv because i'm telling them to grab an extinguisher that we had above the door but they're looking like everywhere but the door and i'm like right there right there and it's (laughs) just taking forever forever for them to get it and then like finally our merch dude just like busts out of the rv with this extinguisher and just starts dousing the front of the the fucking rv and like we put it out holy fuck man we put it out thankfully dude that's crazy there's just like five you know six dudes like in their fucking chonies like fucking on the side of the road with their rv all like oh my god that's a good one (laughs) dude it was nuts and that's a really good one we ended up, uh, yeah, wow. just getting to the show. Okay, we took it to Les Schwab, and like they fixed our brakes. So it was that's the craziest no, thing. Too. It was just brake damage. It just it burned was, down the brake pads. Yeah, it just burnt out the brake pads, and like the Gotta lines, that the lines gear. were fine. <laughs> oh, dude, yeah, like that's that was crazy. I was in first gear, like, yeah, it was. Yeah. I learned uh, so much about how like cars work. Yeah, from touring being out on the road dude you have yeah, to like brake yeah. controllers all that shit like i can like fix a trailer myself now yeah i'm you like know? you ever had to change a leaf spring on a trailer boys oh yeah yeah yep. dude. i had to replace our whole axle oh my god yeah yeah <laughs> it's like things fun. you never want to have to do but you know yeah it's necessary yeah, man. 
I remind, there's this one time we were, I, I was, I was going to tell you a story about the time I was in the same area and we got pushed up a mountain in a snowstorm by a truck. Oh, uh, okay. It, the, the ending of Some yours reminded me, um, the ending of yours reminded me of this time that it was on our, my very first full U.S. tour and we brought a friend along who was driving and we were actually playing Warp Tour in 2009 but we were doing it all ourselves. We we didn't really have a a, a real driver. It was just a buddy of ours. Okay, right? yeah. He ran through a red light <laughs> at like 6 a.m. in Ohio, and we got T-boned by this woman who hit the side of the van, and then we kept going, so the front of her car hit the trailer wheel, wheel well As and well. ripped off oh the axle, God, right? yeah. But the shitty thing was, and I feel really bad about this, like really bad about it now, is like we were like 19 and 20 years old. Mm -hmm. And we come out of the van all groggy because, again, half of us were asleep, all wearing like black, like you said, right? Like laughing. And this poor fucking woman has her car just like total <laughs> in the street. And we get out and we're like, holy shit, what the fuck happened? <laughs> <laughs> and, I was, and then I look over at this poor fucking lady who's crying. And I was like, oh, my God. And I wear it over. I was like, are you okay? Oh, and still, man. I was just like so out of it. And I was like, that was crazy. That right? was insane. And she was She's like, you like, ran a fucking red light, asshole. <laughs> oh, like, my oh, I God. Not. Just ruined her morning on the way to work, you know, and you guys yeah, are just, yeah. you guys are just driving to the next venue, you know, no big deal. So <laughs> shitty. So shitty. But yeah. Whatever. I, I do always Damn, feel that's like we're, those, we're those guys out there amongst people just trying to live their lives when we're like making our right. way like, this, to the that, next town. It, we're just it's, those assholes on the it's road. It's so true, man. Like the music industry forces like people that should not like be in charge of something that important to be in charge of something right and like the way that we we're everywhere it, in a normal touring year dude we're yeah. everywhere on your roads yeah. you don't even realize There's, it nope <laughs> and, and the, the way that we had always handled it in that band was like to to kind of just not give a shit yeah and like just have fun with it right in retrospect i don't know if that was the best thing to do but like it, it made for a lot of good stories. <laughs> oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. For sure. The those are some of the best yeah. times. Those roughing it times are the best. Absolutely, I man. I miss it. Um, <laughs> I'm ready, I'm ready right, for dude. it again. I know, right? For real. Well, listen, thank you. This was a lot of fun. Thank you for coming on. Dude, yeah. Um, it was cool talking to you guys. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm stoked. I hope I hope the tour happens for you guys because that looks like such a stacked tour Yeah, uh, for Europe. In the, in the, I don't know if you've had any experience touring with the fit guys but they are just fucking awesome people and yeah, like I've, I've only had the pleasure of meeting them a few times but yeah like to be out on the road with them would be a different experience that i'm, lo yeah, I'm looking yeah, forward I, to hopefully i hope you guys get to do that tour because it'd be a lot of fun for sure um Heck yeah man but yeah again real quick just before we we end totally uh if you want to just shout out um you know where people can find you social media links um all that stuff i know you're you're what was the most recent single you released? Was it, um, I just had it. Was um, it the one beginning with just, an S, right? Were you saying Night Shift? Was that? That wasn't the most recent one, though, right? Uh, okay. Um, I should know this, huh? Uh, Maybe I, <laughs> I should, too, because I just had this in my notes, and yeah, I lost it. Yeah, we released four. 
and maybe it um, was maybe it was night shift or i or, or at the same time as like burner right okay yeah Around i the think same time. i think night shift was the video yeah and then burner came out right after that with a right. visualizer okay. or something yeah so there was a you released a bunch I'm of terrible. stuff in the last like four or five months yeah sure. yeah we dropped yeah. like four singles on the way out to uh october 16th being the actual release of the album so the album is out via mm-hmm. spotify apple itunes um you can hit us up on twitter we got instagram on you know just at kingdom of giants it's real simple um, what about Facebook. your stuff uh my personal stuff i'm on instagram it's just johnny.reeves my last name and my first name no h in the the first name there, there you go. um uh, i'm also on twitter uh it's my handle is cool ranch chip um so you know look for me and then uh yeah those are the only two i really use instagram and twitter yeah all right cool man there you go i don't even use twitter so you're one ahead of me um hey man yeah i think i have a twitter but you gotta get the t on twitter yeah tom hanks yeah Yeah. so uh, josh knows the only thing that i have done with my twitter and and i think now it's 10 years has tweeted at tom hanks every single tweet. nice yeah, and he's never responded, and I will not stop until he responds. He went but to Sacramento like, State. It's just, it's just he's you know. Oh, dude, you don't think I know? I've tried <laughs> every avenue to get this dude to respond to me. Like I have written uh, his agent, manager. I had a friend that was working like an event he was at. Try to talk to him about it. Yeah, like, I am all over it. And You're just nothing. studying this guy. How do you? get under his shell man how do you it's crack not this even guy? like it, it has nothing it's just this random thing there's no like backstory either no I just significance doing to it. it yeah no significance All right. um <laughs> there's like one facebook post that he made on like his facebook page or like his fan page and there's like maybe a thousand comments and i'm like 800 of them because <laughs> i was like you can't not notice you're probably you on a watch list dude now. you're probably on tom hanks secret service <laughs> yeah. watch list <laughs> <laughs> all right well anyway um oh, that's okay. uh that'll wrap it for for this one but again thank you so much for coming on all right um, joe we'll, Josh, we'll stay dude, in touch good for to sure talk to you guys man absolutely and uh again hope everything works out with touring and stuff and and, and we're super excited for your band and, and your latest release and everything so thanks we'll be man. keeping an eye for sure awesome thanks all right dude thanks again Hey everyone, this is Tuck from Fit for a King in Off-Road Minivan. Every week I bring you fun interviews alongside your favorite metalcore entertainers with my new podcast, Get Tucked. Join me every Monday with bands like Counterparts, Crystal Lake, like Moths to Flames, and many more. We play unsigned and undiscovered bands, deep dive into each artist's history, and of course provide the greatest breakdowns in current metalcore. Tune in to Get Tucked every Monday, out now through Sound Talent Media.